right, welcome to Letterbooks Book Club. My name's Claire. And I'm Mackenzie. And today we're going to be talking about uh, Colleen Hoover's It Ends With Us. Um, just a full-on little disclaimer before we begin. Um, trigger warning, I guess. Uh, there is going to be talk of like domestic abuse, violent, general violence and abuse and like sexual assault. So if you're not keen on those themes, feel free to just ignore this episode altogether i mean again book talk has another hold on us and this was a book that was kind of recommended so that's why we read it and we're gonna you know have a chat um kenzie if you shall read the blurb please yes my favorite it's a bit of a long one this one but that's okay lily hasn't always had it easy but that's never stopped her from working hard for the life she wants she's come a long way from the small town in maine where she grew up she graduated from college moved to boston and started her own business so when she feels a spark with a gorgeous neurosurgeon named Ryle, everything in Lily's life suddenly seems almost too good to be true. Ryle is assertive, stubborn, and maybe even a little arrogant. He's also sensitive, brilliant, and has a total soft spot for Lily. But Ryle's complete aversion to relationships is disturbing. As questions about her new relationship overwhelm her, so do thoughts of Atlas Corrigan, her first love and a link to the past she left behind. He was her kindred spirit, her protector. When Atlas suddenly reappears, everything Lily has built with Ryle is threatened. Awesome stuff. Um, we're going to flip it a bit this episode. Uh, we're going to do thoughts, feelings, emotions kind of first up. Give us a general overview of what we like, dislike, and then we just have a bunch of like just points that we've made, a little bit of notes while we were reading that we're just going to chat about. It may not be in chronological order, but that's all right. If you've read the book, you know what we're on about. So, Kenzie, thoughts, feelings, emotions. From coming from Akatar, a lot of people cried in lots of different places in Akatar, and I never cried once during the Akatar series. But this book had me feeling all the emotions, and because I stay up late and read, I was up by myself at like one thirty in the morning, just crying in bed. The most vulnerable <laughs> time. Most vulnerable time. Yeah, this book made me feel lots of things. Just sad, but hopeful, but also just a whole different emotion because this it could very much have been a real story than like a high fantasy book or something where it's never going to happen. Yeah, I kind of get that too. Um, I know it's kind of like, it's fictional in a sense, but like it is kind of loosely based on true events and like it, it, this could definitely be someone's real life situation. And like, yeah, I was a bit nervous trying to, wanting to talk about it because, you know, I don't know anybody or I've never been, you know, in like a domestic violent situation. So like, I feel like I've no reserve for this sort of criticism, judgment, overlooking. But yeah, just because the way we talk about the book, it, I, I feel like it doesn't reflect on our values in real life. It's completely kind of separate. We're just here to talk about the book. Yeah, so yeah, thoughts, feelings, emotions. Yeah, I quite liked it. I didn't cry as much as I... Actually, I didn't cry at all, but I did... It was a lot of emotions, a lot of like, what the hell? How could this happen? Mm -hmm. You knew Ryle was a little bit too good to be true. A lot of like, eh, like what, what are you doing type of moments as well. But no, a little bit of twists and turns. Although, yeah, I didn't have the same emotional impact as you did, Kenzie. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I read it in a day. Yeah, I think I read mine in a day as well. All right, and now we can just go through our little notes that we have established. My first convenient thing I noticed is that everything is easier when you're rich. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alyssa is rich. Ryle is inherently going to be rich, being a neurosurgeon. Marshall, uh, Alyssa's uh, husband, is, is rich as well, I believe. Like, and then what Lily ended up getting an inheritance, so that was able to buy her flower shop. 
So, like, and then it just became successful, therefore kind of rich. Uh, how did you feel about the Ellen journals? At first I was like, what the heck is going on here? I understand it was like a coping yeah. mechanism and all that type of stuff, but yeah, I felt it got a bit too much. Yeah. From reading it now, after Ellen's been cancelled, I was just like, hmm, how interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. But, like, I understand in the time that this was published, which I don't know off the top of my head, but I'm assuming it was probably early 2010. Oh, it first published in 2016. So, yeah, Ellen, Ellen was safe. Ellen was safe during that time. Yeah, no, I liked it. Um, I... I don't know how I felt about it in a way of, like, exposition dumping. Mm. It's a way to get the information out there. Um, it's just, yeah, in one of her other books that we will be doing a podcast on as well, um, she does, like, the past kind of retelling a little bit differently, which I usually like. But, yeah, this was okay. Yeah, I really skimmed through a lot of it unless it had something kind of drastic to do with Atlas. Mm-hmm, same. Which, it, it was good... To have that sort of, yeah, something to work back off from the, her past because obviously we don't really see Atlas until about <coughs> halfway through the book. What did you do? Are you dying? Don't again. again, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I just skim read through all the Ellen journals essentially, um, just un unless there was more plot involving Atlas and their relationship at that time when she was younger. Um, I understand that keeping that journal for her would have been some sort of coping me coping mechanism from living in, in the household and kind of enduring um, her abusive father. Well, I still that. have, yeah, journals from my past as well. Ellen journals, okay. it was very good for the backstory stuff. Um, it's kind of, I feel like she, it was fair enough that she kept them when she moved to Boston because, like, it, she pretty much picked up her whole life from Maine dumped herself in, in Boston and just like of course she'd have that stuff still with her and also her dad just died so of course she's like trying to cope with that and with all the emotion of like my dad died but also he was a really horrible person so she's just trying to work through that and so she's like well I need to kind of remind myself of where I am now and where I came from yeah. so I think it's completely justified that she kept them and wants to reread them yeah and I've, yeah, I've just thought that it would be it would be good little validation for her because I'm sure there would have been people at at that funeral who would have been like, oh yeah, he was a good man, he was a good man. But she has written proof when she was a child that he indeed was not a good man. He was a terrible person. So I reckon it would be good validation mm -hmm. on that part as well. Mm -hmm. Alrighty, and of course Lily and Ryle they meet on a rooftop. That that's always fun. He's bashing a chair, which I thought was um <laughs> was iffy from the get go. But it was really yeah. really weird of him. After they've kind of established their friendship and then, you know, chatting and all that stuff. Really weird of him to be so desperate to sleep with Lily. Like, I just found that really, really weird. I really like it. And I know it's meant to give off, like, fuckboy behaviour. No, I think one of the things that I actually really enjoyed about this book as well is how accurate it is and how real it is. Like, I'm sure there's been many girls who have met a man by happenstance and they just want a one-night stand. So I like that. But yeah, I just thought, like, just his desperation about it it's like please just let me sleep with you just this one time please 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 it's just like, one no, time yeah no, i just please, i didn't really like that <laughs> that's bored that's like harassment at that point <laughs> yeah but of course he was never weird about that in that sense ultimately rylan and lily have a relationship you know everything seems to be perfect but a little bit too perfect and of course it starts to break down a little bit and um i found that a bunch of the misunderstandings and the and everything was just due to their inability to communicate <laughs> Mm -hmm. Like when um, Lily was kept her magnet, which I think she said when they first met when he was in her apartment or something that, you know, she she's had it because it's like a tourist thing to have. 
Yeah. Well, she said it was a gift from someone oh, okay. or something. Oh, oh, yeah. But yeah, and of course she's going to keep it. It's like, it's a cool little magnet. Why not? Also, yeah, it's a magnet. It's a memento. <laughs> it's nothing too serious. It's not that deep. Yeah, I have a magnet from Italy on my fridge. It's not deep. <laughs> Do you have a secret lover in Italy that's um, in communication with you, Kenzie? Is that really what's going on? I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, misunderstandings which, and, like, she, her keeping the journals, which, as we just said, it's probably it's good for her coping. It's for her validation against her father. And it's just something that she probably just doesn't want to throw away. And like I said, I have journals here from when I was a teenager and I'm sure I've written about various uh, questionable boys in my life. Doesn't mean I'm still in love with them. And then, you know, her keeping Atlas's number was pretty much the final straw. But like all those little build-ups and like things. But also she didn't know that she had Atlas's number. Yeah, yeah she didn't know that. But yeah, all those little things just like happened sporadically, but then it just built up into this huge thing and then which is what caused Ryle's last kind of outburst. Yeah, I mean, they just talked it out. If they were a little bit more honest with each other, probably it would have been fine Ryle wouldn't have to have felt threatened with Atlas's presence in the city just a quick question how did you feel when you first saw him uh, when she first recognized him at the restaurant I thought that was cute I thought it was cute oh, I didn't think it was gonna go the way yeah. that it was like the whole story from from that moment I was like just yeah happenstance and it is what it is and I was like maybe they meet up and they get their closure and then that's it but would you have rather yeah they sought contact from each other other than like a, a coincidental run-in yeah, and so it said as well that he did, like, after he left the army, he did seek her out. Remember, he went to her college. Oh, yeah, that's right. And he saw that she was happy for, like, three seconds. <laughs> and he's like, oh, good, that's enough. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> and then all this time, yeah, he's still been pining after her. And I was like, like, why? You had so much time to seek her out again. As you said, like, her name's Lily Bloom. There's not many Lily Blooms in Boston, no one think. If she, even if, yeah. even, even if he had a single inkling that she would have ended up there. And also at that point, if you had Googled Lily Bloom, it would have come up with her shop. Yeah, or it would have come up with her father's real estate agency and all that type of stuff. Yeah. I was, I've just been thinking as well, because, you know, when they were, during the journals, they were talking about, you know, everything's better in Boston. You think that was like low-key subliminal messaging to Lily that like she's going to end up in Boston? <laughs> or do you think she just yeah. always loved Boston? <laughs> No, because he moved to Boston. Oh, so she would and inevitably so think, have moved there to be with him. Regardless. Yeah, I think her okay. plan was always to go to Boston. And did you ever realise that the that Bibbs, Better in Boston, was the acronym for Better in Boston? I didn't. I felt so silly. I'm dumb. <laughs> I'm dumb as well. There's so many things in books. I'm just like, oh, I feel dumb. I like finding out after. Like, I don't want to, like, stop the page and then stress myself out trying to figure out if it means anything. Because we're going to find out eventually. Although, skipping ahead, sorry, when she went to hospital, yes. and as soon as they mentioned a blood test, I was like, she's pregnant. Yeah, I, I forget when, but I think even before the blood test, I was like, she's going to be pregnant, because there has to be a way for her and him to still be connected. And it, yeah. how about through pregnancy? That's the only way. I just want to kind of, I know I haven't written it down, but I kind of want to go through just Ryle's indiscretions in order. So was the first time he burned his hand and then cut it with glass due to drunken antics just before that little scene when he said my i have the steadiest hands in boston or something like that i knew straight away yeah, yeah something something's gonna happen with his hands i wasn't expecting it to be so soon <laughs> like literally the next couple sentences even in a drunken state i don't think i would even take a casserole out barehanded like yeah it's so like oh, 
I know there had to be a way for like the injury to come about and like as a riding mechanism. Yeah. And I was like, who is that dumb who walks up to an oven and goes, oh, I'm just gonna open it and get my casserole out barehanded. Yeah, and then Lily drops a glass and then a little bit of chaos ensues and he manages to cut his hand on the glass. And then he subsequent subsequently he hits her for the first time. Yeah, because I think, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't remember what he does in order, but yeah. Or he pushes her and she, like, hits her oh, eye yes. on the corner of the counter or something. Yep, that's strike one. And the second time was when he pushed her down the stairs because of, I forget what. Oh, no, he pushes her down the stairs when she fi- when he finds Atlas's number. And then he almost sexually assaults her, but he doesn't. Um, That's his third indiscretion. Three strikes, you're out. I have a qualm with that. Okay. I know there's a big thing about, you know, you marry your parents, like you're attracted to people who remind you of your parents. But I was like, I I understand, yeah, he's a bad person. We had to write him like this. But it's like, did he have to do the exact same thing that Lily's dad had done? Yeah. Because surely at that point, that's the final strike. You'd be like, I'd never want to see you again. Yeah, and like also, I don't have any experience in domestic violence, and I, but I also don't want to get too deep into this. But I'm sure there's also a lot of people that are like, you know, like it. Yeah, I'm sure it happens a lot, but I don't think it needed to be written. Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree with that. Because yeah, then he just ends up completely like her father, and that's. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, well, here's your father. I'm like, I'm sure that he could have done other things as well. What was your, apart from the obvious, like, straight up abuse, what was your first red flag? When we didn't even know him bashing that fucking chair in the first chapter. <laughs> like, I thought, this guy, he's lost the plot. Then again, who doesn't have, like, this is it's going to sound terrible, but who doesn't have, like, a little moment of frustration? You know, it could have been anything. But I guess reading yeah. the blurb and then, yeah, hearing about, like, the her father, I'm like, yeah, that's not. Not not a good sign. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was definitely the first sign for me. I'm like, this dude has issues. Whoever was the, yeah. the mystery man beating up the chair. So you know I love a red flag. Oh, of course. It's the only colour you see. And I choose to ignore them. But my first one was, yeah, when he lied when they went to dinner about, like, oh, Lily's clumsy or whatever. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of covered she himself. She her head. Yeah, now, now we're talking about, like, the nitty-gritty of it. I'm kind of, yeah, I'll don't want to be a bit sensitive about it even though like yeah I've never been in that situation but like yeah I don't want to come across as yeah insensitive to other people but yeah that is definitely a a huge little red flag because like he could have just said he could have just been honest maybe like oh it was a misunderstanding I'm sure yeah like if it was like oh like oh haha jokes on me like I tried to get like a casserole out of the oven and he could have been like I jerked it back and like fell into her or something yeah because he, that was 100% gaslighting. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Lily's clumsy. What an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and just another thing in general was just when they were texting, their text threads, I just hated the fact that they were bold. It was bold. <laughs> it, was, it was just very <laughs> jarring. Um, but obviously, because some other books and stuff, like you could probably use the italics we use for the backstory for the journals. Like for a text conversation, yeah. I think you it would look nicer to have a text thread in italics, but because she used it as the backstory, um, yeah, it can't really keep the two. So that was just a little nitpicky, annoying thing for me. So let's let's talk about Atlas for a second. We're proud of him. He's a good boy. He's just doing his best. The young kid who was ended up living in in a random abandoned house to owning multiple restaurants, like that is a cute, great feat. And he had a stint in the military, which which is quite honourable. I mean, I guess that probably paid for his. Yeah, for sure. So, what do you, what do you think about this? He's written as very. He's a male written by a female. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that needs to be said. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. 
he has no faults. I don't think so. No, I he's too recognized. Yeah, he's like yeah, another too good to be true, perfect, and yeah, he just he doesn't cause any indiscretion. I mean, I love him. Of course, I love him. I think he is great. Um, and then I think it's yeah, very much like he is Lily's protector, but without like the savior complex. Yeah, like he's not yet yeah, outwardly going after her. Like I'm gonna save you. I'm gonna help. Or you. he's just, not like, even harassing Ryle or anything. Yeah. It's just like this is my number. Like if you don't feel if safe, you need it. yeah. And then he doesn't contact her. He leaves it up to her, which is very considerate and nice. And plus, yeah, because him seeing Ryle and her in a relationship, like yeah, he doesn't want to step on anybody's toes as well. He doesn't want to like hijack a relationship, waiting for the timeline to take its course. Yeah, are we going to care much about the fact that he was eighteen and she was sixteen when they were younger? I know right now in this current day day and age, there's a lot of um issues with like. I think, no, because he asked how, how old she was, mm-hmm. sorry, and then I'm pretty sure he, like, waited till her birthday before yep. they, did anything. they did anything. Yeah, yeah. so I'm pretty sure, yeah, she, they were, but, well, she was age of consent. And it's unfortunate that their relation when they were kids, like, their relationship pretty much ended as soon as, like, yeah, her father sent him to the hospital. <laughs> like, she hadn't heard from him, kind of, in a while. And they never really talk about that, either. I suppose maybe it's just kind of too traumatic to kind of bring up and... I think, yeah, it's just implied he was beaten up yeah but even as adults then i don't if i recall i don't think they really even like talk about that i suppose there's, I suppose uh, there's no need because he's the abuser's dead yeah and it's more focused on uh atlas can see that lily's getting herself into the same situation all right next little point i think that ryle and lily married a bit too quickly <laughs> just oh just, no shit <laughs> just on a oh let's go to vegas right now just the night that she and meets his parents right now yeah, right now, this very second. No time to lose. Funny, coming from a guy who only wanted a one-night stand, suddenly is up for a eloping. Montaigne. I also think it's very um, telling of his abuse. Like, if we want to go real archaic, well, as soon as he marries her, then she's kind of his property. Yeah, under that kind of ideology. Like, yeah, and, and she, um, yeah, he has her under his control. The whole domestic violent relationship of it it could have been so much worse like it could have been even brought down to more financial abuse as well but i'm kind of glad it only stayed yeah just the physical is what they kind of focused yeah. on also while we're talking about this i probably would have saved it for later but first of all the revelation that ryle killed his brother i did not say that coming at no. all also yep like surely you've met his parents you've decided to get married you're entering into a contract with him and his family surely at some point someone has to mention to you by the way we have this really big tragedy in our family like yeah and ryle is probably still working through it and probably will be working through it for the rest of his life yeah it's a pretty big thing to to have talked about yeah i didn't wasn't expecting that to be his big deep dark secret but it kind of does loop back yeah. to the first night that they met. You know, he was just doing surgery and they lost the kid because because of that yeah. same situation. Mm-hmm. Bit of the theme of kind of re- recurring situation, you know, Raoul turning into um, Lily's father and then he was working on a patient in which his brother accidentally shot him and that's what happened to him. How would he handled that surgery? He would have known that whole situation, surely, before the surgery or yeah. no? Like, he was able to keep it yeah. together. Yeah, they would have gotten, yeah, backstory. But he sees a phone number and he blows up. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And also, if I was having an affair, I wouldn't hide the person's number in my phone, like yeah. in my phone case. Right, yeah. Like, I'd be smarter about it. I'd, I'd save them under, like, Pizza Hut. Like, I'd put the number in my phone yeah. contacts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and name them, like, a Domino's or something. Yeah. Like, 
while, while we're on to it, it, it's kind of kind of sad that Ryle was yet yeah, paranoid about Atlas and, and Lily's kind of relationship when they've kind of their friendship is kind of rekindled. But it is kind of that thing, oh, oh, Atlas is the guy you don't have to worry about, but then she she ends up with him anyway. And because he's the father of her child, like, he would know her other relationship. Like, he'd be the stepdad. So, like, it's that yeah. situation where, oh, he's not the guy, you know, to worry about, but then they end up with him. Like, it's pretty shit for him. His paranoia and jealousy is kind of teensy bit, like, justified. Yeah. But, like... But also, as well, like, did Lily... Yeah, Lily surely told Ryle everything about her mum or stuff. At some point, sure. Exactly. So then why, like, when you explain... Because she explained to Ryle, like, oh, well, Atlas thought that you, like, hit me. Yeah. Like, surely then Ryle will be like, oh, okay, like, that makes sense. Like, he was just worried. Yeah. See, it just goes to show that they rushed the relationship. They actually don't know each other, like, at all. Yeah. And it was all and just yeah, a big so, mess. Exactly. And as much as I love Atlas and stuff, I think that, yeah, the thing of, you know, like, oh, like, he's no one, don't worry about him, blah, blah, blah. And then she does end up with him. Yeah, that's, for Ryle, then, that's a bit shit for him. Because he, yeah, he had reason the thing to is, well, they go through all that just to end up together anyway. Yeah. And, like, I am a sucker for, um, like, it's not good see you later yeah fucking hell what a see you later <laughs> yeah do you mind also being a stepdad <laughs> yeah just to rub it in a little bit another big point for me is that lily never called the police on ryle yeah i know atlas called the police for her during a situation but did lily i can't remember did lily actually call the police on her father at one point because something there was a situation that was a bit too out of hand or was that just the atlas uh... calling because he was... I think that was just Atlas Cole. I would have liked to see that bit of a character development, because she was never scared to call the police on her father. Surely she would have built up just a little bit courage to have been able to call the police on Ryle. Yeah, and then also at the hospital when she, like, obviously, yeah, like, told them that it wasn't rape, so she didn't need to do a rape kit or anything, yeah. but, like, still report it. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. At least so that you have a, a file. Yeah. Because, yeah, at the end of the book, um, Lily talks about breaking the cycle and it ends with us being the actual last few words, which is really cool that the title of the book ends up, you know, in the book. It's just fun. Yeah. But Ryle suffered no consequences for his, like, abuse, even though he was extremely, like, apologetic and he blames his, like, his rage outbursts. But he, there was no talk of therapy. There was no talk of anger management courses. As soon as he pushed her down the stairs, um, he just fucked off to England for three months like yeah and also I'm sure if it got out that like one of the best neurosurgeons in Boston was a domestic abuser like he'd struggle to get a job yeah and like he but no he got to keep his job again he went to England for his like internship or whatever he did and he went on his merry way and all that he really lost was his relationship with Lily and I yeah. felt like there could have been something a little bit more to that like not even she didn't have to call the police but like could have threatened him maybe about it or have some more sort of I don't know I guess the hardest step for women in that situation is to just leave so maybe her just leaving that situation might be enough of a spark but I would have liked to have seen something a bit more um, but I, yeah again like yeah for women her leaving in general is just a bit of a win yeah. Alrighty, I have a bit of a controversial topic to talk about. Oh, here we go. I'm really scared. She kept her. I'm being harsh calling him Ryle, her abuser, which is kind of true. But, but it's she true. kept his child. Hear me out, hear me out. You know, she had a traumatic upbringing with her, from the abuse of her father, inflicted on her mother, and all that type of stuff. After Ryle, yeah, pushing down the stairs, hitting her, all that type of stuff, Um, why would she still want to keep something physical with him? 
like a child. Yeah, so I'd also be interested to read up on that topic. Just based on um, the other book, Ugly Love, that I read, I'd yeah. love to find out what Colin Hoover's stance is on Because there's no thought of, like, I'm going to say the word. I mean, it's not a bad word, but there was no thought of abortion at all. Like, there wasn't really an option. Yeah. There is, like, a not similar, but there is, oh, like, yeah, similar theme in Ugly Love as well. That, yeah, abortion is not an option. But yeah, because all in all, Ryle essentially became like her father, and of course, he in the early months of her, um, of the baby being born and everything, you know, he was a very he's a very involved father. He like it's clear he wants to stay connected and all that type of stuff. But yeah. who is to say in the in this hypothetical fictional world, thirteen years down the track, Emmy does some teenage hooligan antics and then Ryle acts up again? Why would you want? Yeah, exactly. That? Is that really breaking the cycle? Is that really you know? That's just how I'm kind of thinking of it. It may sound a little harsh, but that's just... You wouldn't trust him. Yeah. And, like, if you really were desperate to leave, why you had but that option? But then I also wonder, who are with Lily, if she was still, like, kind of hanging on to something, like, oh, like, maybe we can make it work. Maybe. But then Atlas would then be right. She is kind of like her mother, holding yeah. on. Like, it's just a very complicated situation. I don't know I, I wouldn't, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't have wanted that connection if that was me. If I went out, like, you've had your three strikes, you're gone. Yeah. Again, but then again, this could be a very real situation for somebody and every situation. Well, in the front of the book, mm. it says, dedicated, for my father who tried his very best not to be his worst, and for my mother who made sure we never saw him at his worst. Fair enough. It's just a talking point that, like, yeah, abortion was never an option. But I suppose they needed something to keep Ryle connected. But maybe she was also in um, the baby mode because Alyssa had her child. Uh. It is based on a true story. Based on a true story. Oof, I sound like a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but Lily could also... Okay, yeah. I can't find out if she's pro-life, but I think she's pro-life. But also, you know what, Lily was just clucky because Lil, um, Alyssa had a child and she really wanted to be a mother. Um, let's just go with that. <laughs> Do you have thoughts <laughs> on, on that type of thing or should we yes, just like shut up shop? About abortion. <laughs> Yeah, just how it kind of never came up in this sort of book. Hard to say, oh, would you still want that physical connection attachment to Ryle, even though you probably wouldn't? Well, yeah, I think at that stage, Lily is still not completely cut off with Ryle, mm. and then not all there with Atlas either. So I think she's yeah, kind of deciding what, like, this baby is going to make or break. I personally, yeah, I don't know without being in the situation, but yeah. I feel like I would probably get an abortion. At that moment, she's going through so much that's like, like, she, yeah, she's Every, kind of yeah, everything happens so fast. How long was their relationship? But not long, not, not less than a year, yeah. I like, think. Also, though, at that point, like, I feel like also the nurses at the hospital when they're like, you're pregnant, mm. should have been like, here are your options, yeah, because he was an abuser. But also, I'm pretty sure she said that she was like already 12 weeks when they found out, which is like already much second trimester so she went to a different hospital because she wanted to avoid Ryle's workmates I would have just gone straight there yo look what that bitch did to me yeah were you surprised that like Alyssa she told you know Lily oh if it happens again just leave his ass were you surprised that she they never really outwardly disowned him or is that just like because I feel like that's real life sibling kind of loyalty it's like he may be a dickhead but like just leave him if if anything becomes too hard yeah yeah if my brother beat up his partner like i think that's disowned 
Yeah, Alyssa does kind of use the uh, the rages as an excuse. Which is not an excuse. But he gets angry, he blacks out, he doesn't mean it. Oh. Yeah, just um, unwavering sibling loyalty. But yeah, again, a bit of therapy might help. I think he said he was in therapy or he had had therapy. Clearly not enough. Yeah, or he doesn't talk about it enough. Because, like, yeah, I've just been under the impression he has not gone to therapy or any anger management issues or courses or mm-hmm. anything. Alright, so yeah, after yeah. all this happened, she still ends up with Atlas. How do you feel? I think it's unrealistic. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, uh, I just think, I don't know, like, I guess everyone will always have that person that's like, oh, the one that got away. But I don't think it's ever that realistic that you will end up, like, you'll live, like, a portion of your life and then end up with them anyway. And I know in the epilogue, they, when Lily's ready, like, they want to have kids together and everything. So why still have the complication of yeah. having Ryla as a father and then Atlas as a father when she... I did write down, I love, in the future, if by some miracle you ever find yourself in the position to fall in love again, fall in love with me. Yeah, that's so cute and romantic. And, you know, going by the end of the epilogue, she does, and they're going to have yeah. kids, and it's going to be great. They're going to watch Ellen all the time together, it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> until she gets cancelled. Yeah, until she gets cancelled, <laughs> up in 2020. Yeah, they could they could have ended up together without the Ryle father complication it sounds a yeah. bit messy but that could also be someone yeah a real situation you know but yeah, i also think it's kind of unrealistic because like but i suppose they're both were ended up in boston anyway so it's kind of inevitable for them to kind of run into each other but i've also never left the city that i grew up in and i have a few exes mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, i have a few ex-boyfriends and i don't think it would ever yeah be really realistic if any circumstances were to change where they would be like it's you it's always been you like i just think if you're ready to fall in love love with me yeah like from your teen years a lot changes when you become an adult like you're not the same person you were in high school i just remembered it's kind of sad that we didn't see atlas have a girlfriend in the book he lied about it but he never didn't have one at the time or unless did they break up i I I mean maybe i don't know i don't i think there was a mention of one but he could have been lying yeah i think he was lying because yeah uh, lily went goes to stay at his house and then his friends come over and they play poker or something and like she asks about was it candace yeah candace and then and then they go, they're like who's candace yeah like, who the <laughs> fuck is that <laughs> but yeah that's that's the only indiscretion um atlas lied about having a girlfriend what a terrible human being trash 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 <laughs> trash <laughs> But she never tried to reach out for him either when she was in Boston. So we can't lay all the blame on Atlas. Yeah, exactly. He tried. He, you know, he he went to her college. He tr- that's trying. But then I feel yeah. it gets to a point where like, all right, she's kind but of I settled. Think maybe also he she it wasn't confirmed that he had actually moved to Boston. Maybe yeah, it could have been like a little. Or that run he in. was still there. Yeah, yeah. a little run in. Don't want to be too hopeful. But then he probably thought, oh, she's a bit settled now. You know, she, again, yeah, a bit more mature, a bit more grown up. She kind of doesn't need Atlas anymore. Let's him go. But yeah, she never really went out, went after him. Do we go as far to say that it was convenient for her that he happened to wait around? Oh, it was very convenient. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> but I feel like in real life, maybe... I think, yeah, in real life, if like there would be people that I would reach out to maybe from my past in that situation. But then I guess 
the mystery for Lily was like she like yeah she she knew he moved to Boston and then into the military but then nothing after that like he she probably had would have had no way of knowing he ended up back in yeah but yeah I think he would yeah in a realistic stance like he would have yeah found somebody they may have like inadvertently him and Lily could have inadvertently crossed paths been like ah oh, what could have been and then go on yeah. with their day and if then and then they keep in touch and then if then they're both single at the time then they kind of get together i feel like that would have been a more natural approach but yeah him yeah. waiting around like a little lost puppy probably not the best yeah but now we love him as a successful chef he found his niche in life he, he became a bit happier i found yeah i enjoyed that he built from nothing to become very big in boston how do you feel about lily's flower shop just as a random just like fun little question but on her for starting a business you don't care about it <laughs> i don't think it progressed the plot anyway i don't think it hindered the plot anyway I very very convenient convenient it became quite nice. successful <laughs> yeah a nice b plot i know we've kind of like talked about this in general but we when ryle asked lily a second time where did you get the magnet <laughs> that's when i was like oh no <laughs> yeah oh, oh no. no i'm in oh, danger no. oh no 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 yeah i'm in danger yeah it also didn't occur to me at all that like he would name his restaurant after like i guess them yeah better in boston but yeah, surely, because she even says to him, if you just let me explain and talk, like, we can get, yeah. we can sort and it out. And it's a magnet, like, of course you're gonna, like, I never, like, I think this year was the first time I've ever bought magnets, because I've always, I don't know, just, like, accumulated them, like, I don't know, from people and stuff. And I was like, once I have a magnet, that's staying on my fridge for the next 20 years. Yeah, I have magnets on my fridge. But anything else you want to kind of talk about before we jump into, like, uh, a fan cast? Um, no, I think that I think we've covered quite a lot. I think we've got our main points across. It may be a little bit disjointed, but that doesn't matter. That's okay. <laughs> um, alrighty. We were just talking about before we were recording about the, the rumours. Oh, I say rumours, but it seems like there is, like, a deal happening where there is going to be an ad- adaptation of It Ends With Us. Yeah, I guess um, it's confirmed now. And then also, yeah, they've announced in October that the first draft of the script is done. So I don't know how many drafts a movie script goes through, but... Yeah, and and Kenzie was saying before, um, original director who wanted to, to lead it has stepped down because he wants a woman to tell the story, which is... Yeah, but also it's Justin Baldoni, which a lot of people should know maybe. Um, he's from Jane the Virgin. He also directed Five Feet Apart. Um, it's still his like production company that owned the rights to the movie. But yeah, he's just stepped down as director. Drive to me earlier. It's pretty woke of him to do that. Very good. <laughs> but but did he get yeah. pushed to make that decision? Hmm, who knows? I think, no, he's also just yeah. genuinely like... You think he's a decent guy? Straight up nice guy. He's yeah. a decent guy. So yeah. yeah. Although now knowing that he directed Five Feet, Feet Apart, um, it's going to be a really sad... <laughs> it's going to be a sad movie. <laughs> yeah. Although I felt Five Feet Apart was a bit too long in terms of a movie. Like, I remember watching it in theatres. I don't know if I was with you, and um, it, just, yes. it just felt like it went on forever. <laughs> but that was just... Yeah, there were so many points where it's like, is this the end? Is this the end? But I guess, like, because we've read the book, like, we know. <laughs> yeah, please don't make it overly long, because it was a pretty short book. Not a lot really happens, other than just the relationship breakdowns and all that type of stuff. I guess they might, like, do the flashbacks as like flashbacks so that's gonna oh, add to it yeah for sure yeah like the the journal entries as actual flashbacks yeah they'll do yeah probably all, all of the main parts with atlas for sure yeah um and yeah so with the adaptation we're gonna 
have a little like fan cast thing because I've been seeing a, a few of them on TikTok as well, and it would just be fun to throw names out there. Now I I know I forget character descriptions and who has black hair, who has blonde hair, if any of them have blonde hair. I'm just my choices are just on vibes for the most part. Vibes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have some initial kind of fan cast thoughts, so. I'm not going to do everybody, I'm just going to do like Ryle, Atlas, Lily, and then like Young Lily. Because Young Lily, there is a, there's already, um, everyone wants this particular actress to play Young Lily, and that is Sadie Sink, um, yes. which I think is a fair choice. So my fan cast for like Ryle, my first initial, like, I had to Google like kind of young, because I want kind of younger-ish actors, you yeah. know? Um, because they are what in their they're like twenties. Twenties. Like she's yeah. just out of college, and he. But I thought she was like twenty two. Oh yeah, oh yeah, not that much older, but like. All right. Anyway. Yeah, I think she would be like yeah, twenty two, twenty three, or something maybe. So all right, my initial Ryle fan cast is Nick Robinson. You can Google him, Kenzie. Um, Lily. I don't know who that is. L- yeah, Lily. Um. Yeah. I initially thought Victoria Pedretti because she is quite yep. young. She is quite. You know, she's working a lot right now. And just for Alice, I'm just going to chuck in Taylor Swift's boyfriend, Joe Elwin. <laughs> he just gives me Atlas vibes <laughs> for some reason. And then another kind of already popular Alyssa pick is Florence Pugh. And I quite agree with that. Yeah. But with that, I also wouldn't mind like even a cheeky Harry Styles Ryle. Because Florence and Harry oh. are already in a movie together. So like, that... yes. although it'd be kind of weird that they're playing siblings after playing lovers. But <laughs> it would be like, Oh, what's her name? Shailene Woodley and <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, Miles Teller and face? Ansel Elgort. Yeah. yeah, and Ansel Elgort. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that'd be so funny. <laughs> but yeah, and although Ansel Elgort is cancelled, so no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True. That's right. Yeah. I was never going to pick him for this little fan cast. But yeah, I was also thinking if they were to go for a little bit of an older actor approach, I was thinking like Alex Pettifer could make a comeback. He has that older, rugged look. Yes. And then for Lily, I've been seeing her as a popular pick, Abby Cohen. I'm not quite familiar with her as an actress. She was in Sabrina. Okay. She's one of the Weird Sisters. And she was in Wings. Oh, okay. Eight Saga, whatever it is. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. She's good. Glad you approve. <laughs> yeah, I approve. <laughs> and another fun, popular pick online is Dylan O'Brien for Atlas. Mm-hmm. And then more just general popular picks for Ryle thrown out there is Theo James and Daniel, I don't know if it's Gillies or Giles or whatever. He He's from Vampire Diaries and he also, I think, currently plays a doctor on some American TV show. I think I know who you're talking about, but... Plays Elijah in the originals, and he's in Vampire Diaries. Hey, I like him. And for Atlas, a lot of popular choices are Daniel Sherman and Logan Lerman. Do you have any other thoughts to add on to that? I don't know, like, if they would go... Like I was saying before, I'd kind of want new faces, but some known as well. Like, maybe new faces for the younger version. But then I just think, like, anyone, like, Dylan O'Brien, who I would love, I think he's almost too old now. Yeah, he's, like, 30, I think. Yeah, and same with Alex Pettifer and Theo James. Maybe they'll, A, because we're already in the production company. But also, you would argue... Yeah, but you'd also argue, like, Logan Lerman and Daniel Sherman as well would be a bit too old. Yeah. Well, how would you feel about a Cole Sprouse? Cole Sprouse? No. No, I I just... I've passed my Cole Sprouse kind of liking, appreciating stage. I just don't care for him as an actor anymore but yeah not like up-and-coming actors 
as well would be pretty cool. Get their name on the map. You better, like, you'd want to hope it becomes successful otherwise. Yeah. Because you don't want unknowns inadvertently working in a flop movie. Yeah. But no, yeah, if you want a bit of an all-star cast, have, you know, Harry Styles and Florence Pugh in it. It'll win an Oscar or something. <laughs> I don't know if people, yeah, would be like, eh, it's Harry Styles, so like, even though he's already proven himself as a good actor. Yeah, he's a triple threat now. I also think for Ryle, um, Thomas Doherty, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that um, is. <laughs> look him up. Yeah, I would not like Cole Sprouse. Oh, another one? I have no idea who this is. <laughs> what about um Will Holter? As Atlas or... He glowed up. <laughs> yeah, Ryle. I reckon there's Ryle. But everyone seemed to be dead set on Abby Cohen being... And Sadie yeah. Sink being... Sense. Any final things you, you want to talk about? That, that was fun. Um, I'll just be interested to see your takes. Are we doing Ugly Love? We'll do Ugly Love, yeah. I just have to get yeah, it. Yeah, I'll be interested. That's okay. Oh, you can borrow mine. Um, I'll be interested to see your take on some similar themes. Yeah, depending. I, again, like I, whatever we say and kind of hold a bit of judgment on in the book, I don't. We don't carry that value outside of the book. Like, yes. do whatever you want. You know, you do you. Um, yeah. Sorry if it comes across as insensitive. Everyone um, is free to live their life. I'm yeah. not judging. And of course, some situations we all make mistakes. Yeah, some situations may be harder difficult to kind of navigate than others and obviously it's not yeah. easy to just leave but I, I guess if anything it's a good thing that this book shows that you know she was able to leave kind of yeah more, in a, a lot of, yeah in a, a lot fictional safely. world you can write what you want but obviously the um yeah reality is a lot more severe and my heart goes out to anyone yeah and it's good that she ends up leaving safely as well yes. and creating a safe life for herself but yeah i guess this that's it talking about it ends with us i don't know what the next book will actually talk about be but like we will eventually talk about Ugly Love, and I'm pretty sure Throne of Glass series is currently being read and recorded, so uh, yes. stay tuned to to listen to any of, of, of our nonsense. Um, again, if you agree, disagree, chat up maybe on Instagram. We, we, finally, we finally actually set it up. It's going to be... A- yes, we can't change the names yet, so it's only my name, but it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's currently private, but yeah, it'll be letter bo- letter letterbox underscore book underscore club book underscore club. Yes, let's have some discussions. Let's let's see if anyone has any other points that we forget in the moment to talk about. But yeah, anyways, thanks for listening. I'll Catch put, you next and, time. Until next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye.